chapter 8, verse 1. All right. Listen to this. Jeremiah, verse 8, verse 20. We're going to park there, and then we're going to go into 2 Kings, chapter 7. And then, so the, Jeremiah is for the pastor. Kings is for the people. All right, I'm gonna clarify and let y'all know where we at. So in, in Jeremiah, we just gonna stop right after this this, this 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 word. Listen to this. In Jeremiah, down in this, he said, "Listen, the harvest is past. Come, and the summer is in it. Stop right there. We're done. I want you to know." The Lord was speaking to me on Friday as I stood on my deck out in the cold rain. And I was watching the rain come down. And it was cold. And I noticed that this one particular tree had already dropped all of its leaves. In dropping its leaves, I was reminded that summer has ended. Oh, Pastor, I'm going to tell you, your first year, summer has ended. Okay, summer in, in, in essence reminds me of vacation time. Oh, you know, relaxation time. Uh, in the summer, because of the way we structure our time, our clock, the, the light stays longer. So the days are longer and nights are long as well, but shorter in essence. Right? So longer days, shorter nights. But when summer is over, the reverse of time, we see less light and more darkness. Come on, somebody gonna follow me in a minute. So when summer has ended, and then the process of summer ending, Pastor, and I'm standing there watching the rain come down, and I believe this is prophetic. The, the Lord spoke and he said, This this rain that we had on Friday was a soaking rain. It saturated everything. Everything that the rain touched was wet. Oh, somebody said that. Everything that the rain touched was soaked and wet. I watched the tree, and the tree was so wet, the branches of the, 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 the stalk was soaking wet, and water was, it was so much, it wasn't even absorbing anymore, it was just dripping off of it. Oh my God! And I thought, my God, what did this season? If the word of the Lord could be preached and taught. And again, so we need men and women of God that are willing to stand and preach and teach in this season to saturate the people of God with the word of God because people need the word. Well, somebody shout out a little bit. So listen to me. I, I wrote a little thing here. So happy first anniversary, uh, Pastor Stedman, with me. Amen. And with Faith Harvest and with this ministry. And I believe that so God has started some things all over again. Amen. And so I'd like to allow your minds to go with me, uh, like uh, go with me and like to enter into your first year of summer. But now the summer is over, and where do I go from here? So often we see summer as relaxing, vacation time, a time of year, fun time, long days, late nights. But the summer is over. Where do I go from here? 
And I go on to talk about standing out there and soaking the other rain. And I want to tell you that when you go from here is that the honeymoon event is over. The time is, it's time to work. It's time to get busy. And the time to get busy will make a difference. Brother Church, I'm talking to all of us because it's the time to work. We're in a new season. And so COVID has already hit. And COVID has already done some damage. My question is, what are you doing? And what are we doing about it? I know the scientists are searching hard, how to continue to come up with um, the antidotes and different things. But the question that I got is that we, we're going to need the scientists doing their part. But I think the scientists need us doing our part. Oh God, we need the people of God working with the Word of God to make a difference in our world. Because now we can polarize our world, our, our whole Arab nation on, on all the political things. Some stuff they got nothing to do with nothing. We got people choosing no just because it's someone, but they know it's right. Now you know that's wrong. When you pick no, and you know no is wrong. Or vice versa, you pick yes, and you know yes is wrong. What happened to righteousness? According to the Lord, he said the, right, the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. So I'm asking the people to light themselves up so our steps can be ordered. So now I'm going to take you on the kings. And so we're going to go from here because here's where the part of my message going to come from. So I, I need to tell you the summer is over. So it was a new day, Pastor. And it started off. Oh, oh, okay. He said, Tell me, forgot to tell you. When I looked up at the tree, the tree had dropped all of its leaves. And it was completely empty of leaves. But when I looked a little harder, I saw that the tree was full of these little star-like buds. And what the tree had done is it dropped all of what it had. And it's preparing itself for a new season and to come out all plentiful than it was before. In other words, it's ready for the next season. So even through the, it's actually protected itself to get through the harsh time of winter. Oh, just a word from the church. The church, well, we just want everything to be glamorous and glorious, and we just want to be blessed all the time. But there's casualty in war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I know that I know that I know I'm victorious, I won't worry about what casualty happened. By the way, I can be wounded. Y'all won't know it because I'm abandoned to them. And keep on going. You don't have to worry, because if the battle ain't over, I'm not stopping. Somebody shout out. Oh, this thing, it gets so it gets better, it gets better, y'all. Listen, so go to go to Second Kings chapter seven. I'm gonna read the, the whole chapter and then I'll preach from it. Right? Second verse. Second Kings seven, second Kings chapter seven, second verse. Then the Lord, whose hand the king leaned, answered the man of God and said, Behold, if the Lord would make widows in heaven, might this thing be? Question. And he said, Behold, thou shalt see it with thy, with their own, with thy eyes, but thou shalt not eat thereof. So he's talking to a man and telling him about something that is getting ready to happen. And it's going to show him, and I want to show y'all how accurate the word of God is. And I want to encourage us, the church, because 
According to the Bible, I like to tell you, many of us are sitting around and talking about woe is me, and if I had this and if I had that. And I want to ask you to, why don't you use what's in your hand? Take what you got to get to where God wants you to go. Stop making everything perfect because see, if you if you if you're worried about the wind blowing, you won't suffer. If you're worried about the temperature, uh, that's when you won't do it. If you're worried about how it looks, it's cloudy outside, you'll be mindful of the cloud and not to do what you said that the sun still exists behind the cloud. Oh, God, you hear me? You cannot stop the sun from shining. The cloud will only be there for a moment. <laughs> Glory to God. So, Jeremiah, in Jeremiah, verse, verse 3, he says, And there was left four lepers, men, and entering in at the gate. And they said one to another. So, I said, and they said. So, I want you to know something about the lepers. They had isolated themselves. They couldn't be around everybody else. And so this is what I found out about lame people when it happened. Well, let me say this. Don't know if I told you I don't be offended. If things have happened to us, we will isolate ourselves. And then we'll look for people just like us. And that's who we'll talk to. Because when the answers we're looking to will sound just like the one I want. I told you I don't get mad at you. I already knew I was going to touch in some places. Like, I'm telling you. Trust the Lord. Right? These were lepers. That means they had some issues going on. How many of y'all got issues going on? Thank y'all for being honest. Let me put mine up and my life. Okay? We all got it. Right? According to the Bible, I need you to love some. We in good company. Why? The Bible says all have fallen short of the glory of God. So can't nobody hold their nose up in the air and think they better than anybody else. So we in good company. The church needs to know that. We got no exclusive group. We're inclusive. Every one of us got problems. They're different ones. But I need y'all to know something. We serve a God that's capable of handling it all. He said every fiery God can be worn on off the tissue. Right? I can get a stand off. We got to get there. So don't be offended. Watch. Listen. So they were lepers. He said that there were four leopard men. Entering in at the gate, and they said one to another, Why sit here till we die? My God, this is, I don't think I didn't get to the back out of God. How in the world can I sit here and do nothing and wait to die? Listen, this don't make no sense. Because the question is, so y'all need to know something. The whole king, the kingdom is in the fortress. And the fortress is surrounded by, so I'm going to set the stage for y'all. They're surrounded by the Syrians. The Syrians have stayed there so long that nothing has come in and nothing has gone out. So now they're on the brink of starvation. So starvation is setting in in a place that was luscious and had a kingdom was a good place. I'm not hearing me. It's easy to get comfortable when everything is flowing. But now nothing is flowing. And the lepers who couldn't be inside the gate, who had was stationed in the cave outside the gate, y'all not hearing me. Uh, see, so some this will help you because see, I want to tell you the perfect people could be done about. The perfect people couldn't fix it. So God's got four lepers. 
wounded people, messed up people. Just to help some of y'all, because who told you you couldn't be used by God? Who told you you had to sit there and do nothing? Who told you you couldn't be who God said you could be? I'm going to encourage somebody, you need to get up right now and get up out of that city party and do what God told you to do and speak what God told you to do in spite of your condition. Your condition and your position is not who you are. You're not going to be able to give me God five me with that. Because it's not true. The leper, watch this. Watch this. I'm going to show you. It said, it said, if we enter into the city where the famine is. So if I go to the city where they are, they ain't no better than us. They're going to die too. So watch what he said. Watch what he said. He said, he said, if he says, and he said, like, if we enter into the city, then the famine is in the city, and we shall die there. And if we sit still here, we will die also. I like the reasoning and the rationale of these left. They come to the conclusion. If I go with the people who we always wanted to be with, oh, 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 oh. if I go to where they are, I'm going to die too. If I stay where I'm at, I'm going to die. Right? Watch this. God's always got something. I love this thing about God. I'm telling you, uh, he's speaking to me, he's speaking to the church, he's speaking to Blessed Assurance, he's speaking to Faith Harvest, he's speaking to the people of God, all of you that are out there listening in. He said, listen, because if we go sit still, you will surely die. Watch. 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 He said, he said, he said, if we enter into the city, the famine in the city, we shall die there, and if we sit here, we will die also. This is verse, verse 4. And then he goes on and says, Now therefore, come and let us fall unto the host of the Syrians. And this is what the reason was. If they save us alive, then we shall live. Right? So now I have to go into the enemy's camp. Oh! I got to go where I don't want to go. And I got to go where I don't want to be. And so we said, Listen. He said, and then he said, he said, he said, if we, if we die, he said, now therefore let us go and fall into the host of Syrians. But if they save us, we're alive. And we shall live. Then he goes on, he said, if they kill us, we shall but die. But the choice was if I stay, I die. If I go into the city, I die. So my chances are I have at least a chance to live by going with them, and I also have a chance to die. Right? But who am I going to trust? Watch this. Watch this. And he said, he said, uh, he said, uh, and the man, and he said, listen. And the Syrians, he said, and they rose up in the twilight. Somebody said twilight. I want you to know that you know what twilight. Twilight is the distance, the difference between night and day. It's a period of time where both are trying to interact. Oh, God ain't hit that. When God, because it's trying to interact with love. And so at this place, twilight. Somebody will start moving uh, pretty soon. A twilight is moving. I'm no longer going to stay in darkness. But I'm, I can see the light. I just got to get to the light. Oh, somebody shout out with me. My goodness. If this ain't helping nobody, it's helping me. Glory to God. He said, listen. He said, it was, he said, it was twilight. 
Peace And they rose up at twilight to go into the camp of Syria. And when they were come to the uttermost part of the camp of Syria, behold, there was no man there. <laughs> what happened? Peace said, For the Lord had made the hope of Assyrian to hear a noise. Don't that hear me? He had four, four lepers walk towards the camp. God projected a sound. God projected a sound. Faith comes out right here and hearing by the word of God. So we share God projected a sound, even against the enemy. And so he projects a sound of a great army. The Syrians, I don't even have to read the rest of the scripture. I can tell you all what it said. Okay, the Syrians now hear this great noise. And they say to themselves that the king has now hired the Hittites and uh, all some of the other, the Egyptians, all the other, he's hired all of them together to come against us. Although we had him surrounded, he now has called a multitude of forces to come against us. Oh, y'all not hear me. When the kingdom of heaven can call forth its army, let me share with you. You don't even have to see them, but if you heard them, you'll know that they're mighty. You were pulling down a stronghold. My God. And he said, he said, the Lord made the host of Syria to hear a noise of chariots and a noise of horses, even the noise of a great host. And they said unto another, Lo, the king of Israel has hired. You know, I like to, you know, the Bible has the word lo. And they, you know, that was a, that's a term that they were using not long ago. Uh, came in and we, we think everything new. It is nothing new on the other side, right? Listen, it says, it says, Lo, the king of Israel has hired against us the king of the Hittites and the king of the Egyptians come upon us. Verse 7. Wherefore they arose and fled in twilight. That's going to be important. They fled in twilight because, too, they didn't want to get caught in the light. Some of y'all get that in a minute. I hope you get it before you get home. And he says, with their robe, he said, And when the lepers had come to the order of the camp, they went into the tent and they didn't eat and drink and carried the silver and gold and the remnants and they went and hid it. So they got excited. They went in and you gotta remember something. When armies go out to war, they take everything with them. All the silver and gold. Everything goes with them. Okay? So now the, yeah, the lepers get in and they find them and they see that they got food, they got meat. They got, uh, they, they have chicken, they have potato salad, uh, they have everything going on. I just make that to, to, to something you can understand. And they sat down and ate, fed their bellies, then they took the gold and silver, got excited about that, said, it was so much, we can't even carry it. So let's go bury some of them, we'll remember where we buried. So they buried that. Then they went to another tent and found the same thing there, all over again. And they had to say to themselves, oh my goodness. This is good, right? Well, watch what they say. They said, and when they had come to the other parts to get it, verse 9, they said, then they said one to another. Again, they talk, he says, we do not well. 
This day is a day of good tidings. And we hold our peace. And if we tarry till the morning light, some mischief will come upon us. And therefore, come that we may go and tell the king's house. So they came and called unto the border in the city. And they told them, saying, We have come to the camp of Syria, and behold, there was no man there. And then, listen, y'all can come up, and I'll tell you something. Hey, everybody, right now, we've been staying away from church. We've been staying away. We go to Walmart's. We go to uh, uh, Target and go to, and we believe that they got a sanitizer and a spray and a protection and go by. Right? But we don't want to believe the word of the Lord. The Syrians come, I mean, the, the lepers come. Now, the very people that wasn't welcome before, and all of a sudden, was welcome to come speak. And they come, I'll help somebody. There's some, there's some places before that you wasn't welcome to speak. I want to help somebody. I want to help somebody here. So listen, I ain't always have a suit or a nice one. Okay? I ain't always have a nice pair of shoes. And it didn't have a whole way. Okay? But, but, but it's, it's nice to be able to have because I'm saying, but that's not why I use it here. So there's a point in time that I think they, they don't hear people. Okay, sometimes because of where we are, where we've been. But when you have the word of the Lord, you need to get up out of that place. You need to do what God wants you to do. You need to be what God wants you to do. I'm talking about a, a, a blessed assurance. I'm talking about a, a new day. I'm talking about a new life. Hey, I'm talking on. about faith with a heart. Right? I'm talking about a new life. Glory to God. It's all wrapped up in it. Right. It's, it's all wrapped up. We can't, I can't sit still no more. My God, um, who I am today, I was not 10 years ago. That's what, so what I'm sharing with you, if God can do it for me, God can do it for you. Oh, glory to God. If God can do it for me, he can do it for you. But I need you to get up and open your mouth. You can't use where you've been and the trouble you had to be the excuse. Yeah, you got a test alone. Okay, but it can't be your motive anymore. You can't hang on that thing. Motive. Glory to God. No, you got to release it. And you got to say, no, I'm getting up out of this place. Because God, so I love your story. We all got one. But then you say, listen, I'm not that anymore. So you don't have to declare that. I may have been there, but that's not who I am today. I, I gotta hold this down so bad. So they went and said to the people of God, You can come out. They have fled. But it's just like the people of God and everybody else. We, we tend to not want to believe the truth. So we'll, we, we'll test, stick our toe in. And is it hot? Or is he called? So they sent a few people out to go see what the leper said. Yeah. I need you to hear. Now you gotta remember, it started out that there was something going to happen, and that the cost of this, the shekels and the wheat and all of these things, was going to come to pass, and there was a number was going to be. Y'all see this stuff happening in our world right now. Stuff is being driven and driven up to a place we never expected. 
right? For a moment, we were watching the power of the economy surge ahead while the rest of the world was drunk. It makes sense, doesn't it? There's something to come after it. Let me share with you. We have not yet seen the, the final effects. Inflation is growing. Things are happening. But I want to tell you be encouraged. Whose are you? And who are you? If you are a child of God, and if you are a servant of the Most High God, you don't have to work. That's my word to you. Be encouraged. Right? Because God's going to make a way out of nowhere. So here's what I want you to get. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. But the way I say it, I've always done the best in my life when the economy was up. Or when other troubles were happening, I did well. It don't even make sense. All I'm saying is it has to be done. Right? But out of this, they, they go out, they test the work, and they find out that the tents are empty. They find out that there's food all over the place. They find out that there's plenty of gold and silver. They go out and they go and get this thing. But now they get back and they bring it back in. And I tell you, you just kept the caution we must take. Either we're going to honor God or not. Because in the event of that, uh, I'm going to go all the way down for the sake of time. That they came in and they went out and they found the gold and they started bringing this stuff in. Everybody started to eat. But if we go down to verse 18, go to verse 18, bring that up for me. And it said, it said, and it came to pass. I said, came to pass. Listen, as the man of God had spoken to the king, saying, two measures of barley for a shekel and a measure of fine flour for a shekel shall be tomorrow about this time at the gate. The man of God said that in verse 2. He told them they couldn't imagine that because they were starving. They were in famine. But now they had gone and raided the camp of the enemy because God had the enemy to flee. They now got hold of it and now the king appointed a man. And we have to be careful appointing people and not God's people. So exactly what he said he would do. I want to encourage Pastor Stedman that uh, he got to do what God said to do, not what he wants. Okay? Because if he do, does what he wants, he will get what he got. And he will not get what God has for him. I have to resist from doing what I want to do. You know, do, I want to have a conversation, do my thing. I know people think I do, but I can assure you, I don't do what I want to do. Cool. Don't tell them that. You know, so this, this, this is to help my daughter. Listen, God told me to help some people, right? But if I did what I wanted to do, I wouldn't help them. But I did what He said to do, and because I did what He said to do, I was obedient. And because I was obedient, He helped me. Sometimes we get this stuff. Better stuff. We've been, we've been playing with God. We've been thinking about some ground with God. God's got principles. And if we live by the principles, you will reap the principles. You reap what you sow. We you cannot talk this stuff. You've got to walk. As you say it. Did you hear that? And twofold. you got to walk it and talk it. We're talking and walking. Glory to God. So, 
He tells him, he says, verse, verse 18, and he says, And the man your fine flower and shekels to be tomorrow at this time of the gate. And the Lord answered the man and said, Now, behold, if the Lord should make widows in heaven, might such a thing be. Now remember what he was telling him what he said he would do. I want to encourage y'all that his word is so true. He's got to do what he said because he's not a man that he's alive. And so, and if you will use a leper, what means, what makes it different that he can't be cured? I need to help somebody here. Uh, somebody need to open their mouth. Uh, and so we got to stop making excuses why we ain't doing what God called us to do. Why we not coming to be here? Oh, I ain't got no step further. Why are we not support the man of God who supports us? You know how many times I heard he was a good man and uh, what they do, but then they still whining and Oh, Lord, I have to go home. See, I get to go home. You don't have to deal with it. At what point are you going to grow up and be and do what God said to do? Right? This is what I'm calling myself. I told you I started early, but I might be offended. Don't be mad at me. But I'm sharing with you. If we'll do this thing, listen, so by the way, you can negate, or let me say, what I said, you can make wrong. Y'all didn't hear me. Y'all can make me wrong by standing up and doing right. And I'll be okay. I'm alright with being wrong. Amen. You'll make me right. Glory to God. I don't know if I was at asking to the song over that don't do me wrong. I could be right or something like that. I just went back. You probably know that one, bitch. <laughs> oh, God. And he said, he said, and the Lord answered him, and he said, and he said, Behold, thou shalt see it with thy own eyes, but shall not eat thereof. And so it fell unto him, for the people trotted upon him at the gate. So the man that was at the gate that was doing, going against God's word to do what he said was coming back, he died. At the end of the day, that's the story. He died because he was going against the word of the Lord. And I, I want to encourage everybody else in the story and in the in this whole metaphor and, and let me say this word that's true is that they lived because they were obedient to the word of God. Our problem in the church, let me end here. Our problem in the church is we, we're okay to be uh, victorious uh, for a moment when we when we read some of the they call it booty. Treasure is called booty in the Bible. Okay, so I'm not saying anything. <laughs> don't, don't think this passage I gave you talking about That's not what I'm talking about. The Bible declares it's called booty, treasure is called that. So what he was saying was this is treasure. And I want to share with you, we gotta stop doing the treasure for a moment. Because just like the tree, I'm gonna bring it all back home. Although the tree had dropped all of its leaves and its actual, it no longer is beautiful as it was in the sun. But what the tree has done, it prepared itself for new life, more life, and more leaves than it had last year. Because new branches will even grow. And so all of a sudden, when the tree was branched out this far, it's now branched out this far. And each year, it continues to grow. It continues to expand year after year. Although it's 
When summer is over, it has to put up its guard to protect who it is so it can produce new life for the next season that's coming. My question is, see, this is what the promise is in the earth. We keep a lot, we drop our leaves, but we don't get ready to prepare for new life. We just complain about the leaves we lost. Am I the right way? I don't really want to say this, but I know I'm not talking about you. I'm not trying to offend you. I'm just trying to tell the truth. And if you hear the truth, I guarantee you, if you do the truth, I can guarantee you this your life will change. I can't change it, but God can change it. Y'all know that. There's people here who have already experienced it, right? But some of us are on the brink of something. But guess what? He gave us another chance. Oh, thank you. He said, Go there. The lepers got another chance. So the lepers was now the hero. Y'all not hear me. The very thing that couldn't get us. Before I now can see. 
the world. And I pray, God, also that somebody's heart today has been touched. And they say, you know, this Jesus, this Lord, this thing, I want in my life. And so, God, for them, I pray that today we are there. Thank you, God, for this hour, for this moment. And thank you, Father, for the opportunity to stand not only with my church, the church you've given me to pastor, but to stand with other churches. God, I thank you for shifting my priorities. I pray, God, I couldn't see what you saw me. But I know that you're good. And I know that you're great. So thank you. Thank you in advance. Amen. Amen. I just want to take a moment.